Um, on the contractor side, a contractor always says, well, we're working, we're gonna have dirty shoes, we're gonna yeah. track and make messes. That's true, but you don't have to make a mess through the whole house when you're working in the kitchen. Yep. You know, you can put down uh, paper to protect yes. the flooring. Yep. You can wear shoe coverings through the house. Um, there's a lot of little detail things you can do that makes it a good job. This is the Contractor Files Podcast. Your hosts, Ethan McNeil and Trent Keith, take a deep dive into the construction and remodeling industry to uncover keys to success and pitfalls to avoid. We are live. All right, we're back again. Yes. I'm Trent Keith. Yep, and I'm Ethan. And we are back to talk about contractors and homeowners. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and I do not remember what episode this is, but I forgot to write it down, but this is an episode. <laughs> uh, yep. There you go. So um, our topic today, are we going to do that now? Yes, go for it. I'm going to adjust your mic real quick. Uh-oh, is it not working right? It looks like it's a little low. Okay. Our topic today is what does it mean for a contractor to do a good job? You know, I think we should have had some homeowners in here that's had work done to help us with this one. You know, like, <laughs> yes. They could have given us some tips on that, Ethan. Uh. <laughs> so, what does it mean for a contractor to do a good job? You've yep. got a long list. Why don't you start with that? <laughs> All righty. Um, well, probably the most obvious thing is the quality of work. Um, a contractor that does a good job does a good job <laughs> with the uh, task at hand. <laughs> uh, um, if you have um, a company or you're a homeowner and you're watching over someone doing work, the quality of work that is being done um, means to me, what it means is that that contractor is proud of what they're doing they they feel proud that they accomplished what, whatever it was and that they would do the same type of work in their own home so if you have a contractor that's not proud or you're a person that's not proud of the work you're doing then adjust it maybe you need to get into a different field that you're more you know you're better at um, and also if you come to a crossroads where you're deciding what to do and, um, and you're not sure what would be the better option for the homeowner, think about is this, what would I do for my own house? Well, what would I do for my spouse? <laughs> uh, because your, your standards might be a little bit lower than what your spouse is gonna be. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the obvious one, um, is the quality of work that you're doing. Um, that, that tells whether or not you did a good job for a homeowner. There you go. Okay, that's a good one to start with. I think I'm going to start with the one we talk about a lot, and that is communication with the homeowner. Mm -hmm. So as you're doing the project, are you communicating through any options with the homeowner? I know um, there can be little things that come up during the process, and if you communicate them with the homeowner, you can do a top-notch job mm -hmm. to where if you just make all those decisions yourself, then the homeowner can look back and say, well, if I would have known I had the option, I would have done this or that. Mm -hmm. And they don't feel like it's as quality because they didn't get as many options through the process. Yes. So 
I think communication to make sure that you walk through every detail of the project makes a quality job. Yep. And uh, I'm going to piggyback on that one because one of the other topics that I have and goes right along with communicating is um, honest pricing. And that doesn't mean that you're the cheapest person out there by any means. It's not about, you know, that you charged the, the cheapest rate out there. But what it does mean is that you communicated clearly with the homeowner what it was going to cost. They, were, they approved it ahead of time and you did the work and you stuck to that price. You didn't raise it. Um, maybe you gave them a discount if it was easier than what you thought, that's, that's fine. But you didn't raise the price just because you wanted to make more money. Um, you had a reason, um, and if there was an overage, you had a reason why you were charging more and you had prior approval from that customer before you actually did the uh, extra work. So honest pricing, which flows right into um, communication, communicating that price um, and any price changes along the way yes. is, is a key to doing a good job for a customer. Yes, that's 100% correct. You know, and uh, I'm going to go on to another one that kind of ties into one of the other videos that uh, we had and had some complaints from contractors. Uh, and what I'm going to say is that uh, the contractor cares about your whole project. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is, do they clean up after themselves? Yeah. Do they wear shoe coverings when they're going through your house to get to a certain room they're going to be working in? Mm -hmm. um, on the contractor side, a contractor always says, well, we're working. We're going to have dirty shoes. We're going to yeah. track and make messes. That's true but you don't have to make a mess through the whole house when you're working in the kitchen. Yep. You know, you can put down uh, paper to protect yes. the flooring. Yep. You can wear shoe coverings through the house. Um, there's a lot of little detail things you can do that makes it a mm -hmm. good job. It makes yes. the customer know that you care about their home. Mm -hmm. And um, I understand both sides of it, right? We've been in the contracting business. So mm -hmm. um, as a contractor, you're in a hurry. You're trying to get a lot done. You don't yes. really think you have time to put on the little booties when you walk through the house or take yes. your shoes off when you've been out in the mud or yes. whatever it is. But those things are important to homeowners. And mm -hmm. if you want good customers, then you want to be a good contractor. Yes. And a good contractor cares about those details. Yep. They pick up after themselves. If you yes. have an area where you're um, causing a bunch of dust, that you're going to put plastic around that area yep. and make sure it doesn't fill the whole house yes. with dust. Yep. Um, there's just a lot of little things that you can do that will actually uh, make that job uh, heads and tails above the average exactly. contractor. Yes. Yeah, um, it is not the homeowner's responsibility <laughs> to make sure that you don't ruin their flooring, carpet, whatever it is that they're that they have to get a path to the kitchen or the bathroom or wherever it is you're working. That is your responsibility to protect that stuff that you're walking on, and it is not the customer's responsibility to make sure that they, like Trent said. Um, that there's plastic up. If you're doing drywall and you have drywall dust everywhere um, in a certain part of the house, it's your responsibility as a contractor to make sure that dust is contained and cleaned up. <laughs> there's always times where it, you know, it spills out or it, it, you have 
mud on some sort of piece of carpet or something. It happens, but you can clean it up. You can be the one to take care of it because a, um, a customer might not understand what you're, all of the little things you're doing. They might not understand how to hook up plumbing or change that outlet or whatever, but what they do understand is a clean job site when you leave. And if you leave the job even at night and you're coming back the next day, if you leave that job a mess, Mm -hmm. the contract or the homeowner is automatically going to suspect you're not doing that great of a job. They're Mm -hmm. already going to have a little bit of an issue with you. So Mm -hmm. do the things that are easy to do that make homeowners happy. Clean up after (laughs) yourself. It is not that hard. How many times have you driven by a job site and the contractors are working on a house and the neighbor's house has plastic, cardboard, styrofoam Mm -hmm. all blown over in their yard (laughs) because the contractor did not clean up after themselves when they were unpackaging Yes. I mean, there's so many little areas that just can... uh, cause you to be a step above all of exactly. the contractors with keeping a clean work site, yes. a job site, even out around your vehicle. Right. You know, if you um, throw all kinds of trash in your truck and then you open the door and the wind blows it out in the neighbor's yard, yep. it's your responsibility to pick it up. Yes. Yep. <laughs> clean up after yourself. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it is very important to homeowners. <laughs> For sure. Um. You got got another one. I don't know whose turn it is to go ahead. I don't either. Um, Okay, another important part of doing a good job, and you'll notice that a lot of these things that me and Trent are talking about, they are not expensive things to do. In fact, they're they're pretty much free. All of these items, um, because it's not about it. It's more about how you conduct yourself as a contractor. That's what it comes down to. And normally it's free to change your behavior and your habits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not easy sometimes, but free. Um, so the other point that I wanted to make is uh, showing up on time. Um, <laughs> this goes right along, I think, with importance to the homeowner as um, cleaning up your job site. Um, when you show up on time, it creates a, a little bit of a, like a sense of, I can depend on this contractor mm-hmm. in, the, in the homeowner's mind. They know that you keep your word, you, showed, you show up every morning at the same time, you do, you know, if you aren't going to show up, you communicated why and when you will come there. Um, and if you're like a service call in- industry where you're, you know, you have 10 small jobs to do in a day, then give them windows of time and don't be like Lowe's and Menards and, and, and Home Depot that give a uh, five hour window. Give them a, give them a one, one hour window, a two hour window at the most and then communicate if that changes. But showing up on time is something that is easy to do. It's easy to do. If you're not gonna show up on time, you communicate and then you show up on the time you communicated. It's an easy thing to do, and it creates a, um, for the customer, I think it creates a trust level with you as a contractor that you show up when you said, and that you're doing work, that you're actually getting things done, like what they want. Yes, for sure. Uh, Another point I would like to mention is, when you finish a project, 
if you have a part of that project that you was hoping covered up really well so the homeowner wouldn't see it, <laughs> then I doubt you've done a good job. On that yeah. <laughs> you really uh, need to have every aspect of your project done correctly so you have yes. no issue explaining any of the work that you completed mm -hmm. to the homeowner to um, feel confident about what you've done. Yes. Um, I know so many times with remodeling and uh, building that you'll hear contractors talk about, well, that's going to be covered up. It don't matter. We're not yeah. going to see it. It's behind drywall. Well, yes. Whatever be the case, that's not good quality yes. work. You want things done in a way that if they rip that drywall off down the road or uh -huh. if they open up that wall, that you're going to be proud of the work yes. you have completed exactly. behind it. Yes. Yeah, that goes back to, uh, oh my gosh, keeping a clean, clean uh, job site. There, it would, well, it won't shock you because you guys are contractors. So many times there will be trash piled up in the walls or in the crawl space where they don't think yeah. the homeowner is going to see it. And you know what, if they have a leak, they have something they gotta do and they, they cut into that drywall like Trent said, or they open and get into the crawl space and they see a pile of cans and trash, that is that is so unprofessional. And yes, you will not get called back. I'm, the homeowner is, is not gonna think that that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's no kidding, that's for sure. Um, another little extra thing that you can do, and, and obviously some of these things uh, will determine, um, be determined by how big of a job it is, what all it amounted to, uh, because some of the things you can obviously do yourself, but one of the things that um, we highly recommend, if you have a large job and you've done a lot of work at a certain location, then hire a cleaning company to come in and clean when you're done. Mm -hmm. So when you leave, that place is cleaner than what it was when you started. Mm -hmm. um, now, a lot of times, if it's a smaller job or whatever, you can have your employees clean it. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, construction workers do not clean as well as <laughs> actual cleaning company. Yes. So if it's any size job at all, um, figure in the money to have a cleaning company clean up after you yes. when you're done so it's organized. Now, that doesn't mean you don't keep things picked up along the way. Right. It just means that they're going to leave it nicer than what it was when you got yes. there. Yes, yep. And that, that plays into, too, if you take photos of your work afterwards. Mm -hmm. It's much, much better to take photos of your job after it's been cleaned and it looks great than dirt and uh, <laughs> dust everywhere <laughs> in the job site. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, another thing, and this kind of just, uh, this is actually my last point. Um, hopefully you got more, but is um, what does it mean to do a good job? And I think it means one of the things is to stay organized in every every part. And this, this goes into the yes. cleaning, this goes into communicating, into the pricing even. Um, stay organized as a company keep the job organized and you you will your customers will love you for staying organized and your crews will love you for staying organized yes. and guess what your bank account will love you <laughs> if you stay organized so <clears throat> if you're not good at being organized and i know there's probably a lot of um contractors out there that own their business and they're probably I would say, <laughs> at least in my experience, nine out of ten are not organized. 
but they are really good at meeting people and, and, and uh, even doing the work sometimes and stuff like that. So hire somebody if you need to, to help you stay organized. I shouldn't say nine times out of 10. There's some, there's some others coming to hit to my mind that, that are very organized. But if you struggle with being organized, <laughs> then hire somebody. Like that's the benefit of being the owner of a company. You get to hire people that are, have strong suits where you're weak. So um, an organization is something that will help you grow your business and will help you grow your profits and your customers. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's a big one also. Another one that's going to seem kind of funny that I feel like is a key to doing a good job, and that is if you have uh, employees or you yourself are in a place where you're driving an older vehicle, mm-hmm. okay, when you get to the job site, don't park your older vehicle on a concrete driveway and let it leak oil all over the driveway where <laughs> yes. you're working inside. Yes. It sounds kind of funny, but that's a big deal to mm-hmm. people. So yes. if you or your employees have an older vehicle, that's fine. There's nothing mm-hmm. against having an older vehicle, but park out on the side of the road or something. Do not yeah. park in their driveway and leave a mess where you've been parking every day. Yeah. Um, that's a big deal. And I've actually heard of contractors <laughs> being sued over that type of thing because people had a real nice driveway. Uh-huh. Their employees just made a mess of it. They mm-hmm. had a power washing company come out to try to clean it, and they couldn't even get it cleaned off. It was yeah. such a mess. And um, that's just one of those things that wow. that's the difference between a good job and a bad job. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily in the room or the house, but overall yes. uh, as a project, that can qualify you for a bad job real quickly. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, you're as a contractor, you're not there to be friends with this person you don't like their property is their property you should treat it like it's somebody else's property not like your buddy buddy and you know my cost what is it what's the saying your your house is my house i can't say it in spanish because i don't know spanish but um (laughs) that it's not true it's not your house (laughs) and and your goal is not to just be buddy buddy with these people um because Friends usually have something that they haven't talked to each other about <laughs> that's, that's kind of underlying there. You don't want that. You want to have a professional relationship mm-hmm. with these customers and make them feel like you respect their, uh, you their, respect property. their property. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. And to piggyback on that, it's kind of like um, when you're working at somebody's property, park in their driveway or alongside the road. Don't park in their yard unless you get permission. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times do you see contractors pull up in a homeowner's yard yep. and park and the homeowner didn't okay that? Yep. They Same didn't tell them the that they were fine with it. Yeah. Yes. Or or when you're getting a dumpster delivered, you just have it put wherever you want and do not yep. talk to the homeowner. That's not good. No. So um, treat it like it's yours. The driveway and the road are what vehicles are for. Yes. <laughs> if uh, you want to get permission from the homeowner to park in the yard or the field or whatever that is, that's fine. 
But don't just assume that yes. you can do whatever you want because like Ethan said, they're not your best buddy. Yep. They just want you to do a good job yep. and take care of their property like it's yours. Yes. Or maybe not like it's yours. Maybe like they want you to yes. take care Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> uh, okay, what else you got? Anything? Uh, that's, that's the end of my list. There you go. Okay. Um, well, as you talk about this, there's just so many different things you can go into. Oh, yeah. But you can look, you know, um, you can go to any book, big box store, if I can spit it out, yeah. uh, and you can look. They've got so many things that make it easier. Like I know um, when we were doing contracting, we had these extension poles that you could just get a roll of plastic and you could extend these poles to the ceiling mm -hmm. and the floor. Yes. And you could make a literal wall or roomed in area yeah. out of the plastic and you could have a zipper in it. Yep. Um, there's so many different things out there that will just show your customer that you're really going the extra mile to yes. take care of their property. Yep. Um, and if you don't know, like, a lot of times you may meet someone and you kind of got a feeling they're not too picky, but um, you're not 100% sure mm -hmm. as a contractor. Um, just ask them. Just be uh, a person who communicates through the process. Yes. Uh, don't ever just assume that they're okay with something. Yes. Uh, communicate that with them and make sure you're on the same page before you do something and find out that your thought process was wrong about yes. this customer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. It comes down to, I, I guess I did have one more point, but this is a short one. Mm -hmm. It comes down to if the customer is happy when you have left the job, then you did a good job. And, and if you are proud <laughs> of the work that the customer doesn't know about. Uh, but really, making the customer happy is the key. And um, if you can do that, and you can do a good job for the things the customer doesn't see, doesn't know, then then you've done a good job as a contractor. Yep, I, th I think so for the most part. Um, I would say if you listen to our video and it makes you mad, then uh, you may have some things to work on. Yes. <laughs> because if you listen to our video and you're like, well, them guys, they just don't know what they're talking about. That's fine. We don't care if you agree with everything we say. But if it makes you mad, you probably need to improve it. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, we all need to get better at what we do, right? Yes. So if, if you feel like you're the perfect contractor, then maybe you don't need to worry about anything because yeah. you're so booked up that it's and we not would love matter. to interview you for the rest of us. There you go. <laughs> so we know right. how do you get to be perfect? <laughs> uh, yes. All right. So, do you want to tell them about? Yeah. So you guys can um, uh, interact with us, uh, ask us questions on our website, thecontractorfiles.com. Uh, you can also, if you need help and you need uh, advice for your business, we do have a Get Help page. And we also have an estimating app that is coming out here soon, hopefully the first quarter of next year. Actually, when this podcast is airing, now that I think about it, it's actually going to be airing, I think, in January. So we'll be looking at here very soon, if you're listening to this podcast, we will be re releasing an estimating app. Sign up for our emails um, on our website, and uh, we will keep you informed when that's officially released. There you go. Yep. So keep an eye on it. Uh, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Like. Yep. Even if you don't like. like. Yes. Yep. 
<laughs> and pass along our videos. Thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. To ask us any questions that might get answered in our next podcasts, please visit our website, thecontractorfiles.com. Have a great rest of your day.